Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live and local and here with my better half, Larry Menti. I'm Dawn Stensland. So, hey, Larry. We're on- I, I, I know. I'm not even next to you anymore. They separated us. They separated us. It must have been the funny stuff going on that they wanted to pull us <laughs> apart. We're like those little boxes. You um, couldn't keep your hands off me when I was in that same yeah. studio. That's the problem. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about a lot that's going on. This, By the way, this is our first time that we've been together live on YouTube.com at WPHT. So this is our debut layer together. Oh, really? So, uh, I actually, I love the upgrade on the cameras. Yeah. This is pretty been impressive. doing a good job. Can you see a, a monitor right now? I can. And how do I look? Beautiful. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> that means there's a problem. <laughs> you look great. I promise you look great. Let's jump into it. Okay. Let's talk about, first of all, Jersey Shore. I mean, today, look at what's happening at the Jersey Shore. Beautiful day in the 80s, and we're all dreaming of... You know, counting down to summer at the Jersey Shore. You and I do every time we go over the bridge, which is newly, re- relatively newly redone, and the causeway in the, the ocean causeway. City. And I, I say to you, what do I say to you before? Can we stop at Circle Liquor? I say I still get the butterflies going across the bridge. The first time, I just love it. I love before we stop at Circle Liquor. <laughs> That's a sin. I should have said that. <laughs> you know, well, no, you know that is the. <laughs> Second most popular and profitable liquor store in the country. I want to recount. I think it's number one. Yeah, no, I think there's one in New York City okay. that's uh, number one. But maybe it is now. That was years ago. I'm, yeah. I'm doing uh, some numbers from years ago. You might be right. But it is amazing that everybody stops at Circle Level Liquor because Ocean City's a dry town. Yeah. You know, so everybody has to load up. Yeah. To, there's to a be, will, there's a way. To be able to deal with the kids. So when we think about the Jersey Shore and this issue that you've been covering for years with uh, our friend Cindy Ziff, who's a big, the voice of the ocean, and she's been pretty consistent, as as you have reported for years, um, on her environmental stances. But you look at what's happening with the whales washing up dead, with the dolphins washing up dead, those eight that washed up and then they tried to save them, heartbreaking situation about a month ago. And then what, how it's being reported, but as well with this, these wind turbine projects, they're continuing yeah, over they're and going, over. There's too much money involved. 
Uh, it, it was it was billions of dollars to just get the leases, and so there's it's billions of dollars to construct this. But not only that, you know, Orsted, the Dutch company that is that has two of the wind farm leases in a pretty huge area, especially the one right off of southern New Jersey, also has a uh, a plant that they're building in Pensbury on an old. A plant that was a super fun site and, and nobody thought was going to build on it again. And they came in to build on it. I remember talking to uh, Steve Sweeney b- before he left office, the Senate president. Before he was beaten by trucker Ed, Ed Durr. Right. I know. Yeah. Who saw that coming? But he was ecstatic about, about that coming into Pensbury. And he told me at the time, this isn't the only one. They're going, they promised they're going to put other factories as well. So, for the state of New Jersey, this is tax money, it's union jobs. I mean, it's a big deal for them. And and the leases are a big deal, plus all the federal money they're getting. Mm-hmm. So this is a train that's almost impossible to stop. But I'm glad you brought up Cindy Zip because she was trying to stop this before it ever happened. And she warned that whales and dolphins are going to die. And she warned that you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Once this happens, once you industrialize the ocean, once you pave the ocean floor and run cables across it, it's it's very difficult not only to restore it if you ever want to do that, but of course all the lives that are lost. And you might you might lose entire endangered species. And one last thing about this. The NOAA has completely lied throughout this entire thing. They knew, they knew that whales were going to die. They knew that dolphins were going to die. And I encourage everybody to go on site and look look up authorized incidental, I was going to say kills, but they don't put it down as kills. Takes. Take. Yeah, that's it. Very good. Authorized incidental take. And if you hunt, you know what an incidental take is. An incidental take is something, an endangered species that you shoot by accident. And every one of the companies had to bring in a list of and and negotiate about what they were going to take and what they were going to kill. You should see these lists. Thousands of dolphins. Dozens of whales that were acceptable to NOAA. So they knew. So the idea that now they're getting, they're coming out and saying that, well, we didn't know this was going to happen. Well, there's no evidence that, no evidence that the windmills, no, they knew ahead of time that the windmills could do this and they allowed it. And the reason that it's important that they do it ahead of time is because it's prosecutable. You, you, it's, it's a criminal act. Do they have birds in there, too? No, they don't. Uh, I didn't see it on the list. This was all sea life because it's it's NOAA, but they do atmospheric, too. It should have birds because you brought up a great point. Go ahead. I, I, this, I never thought of this. So, well, on, you know, Jersey Matters, which you hosted and anchored that won many Emmys for doing that. And in my reports, one of them that Bob McGowan would say, well, make sure that you report on Kate May. Yeah, Bob McGowan owned the station. Right. Yeah. And so he's a, and he loves history. So I was covering all the great history of the region and so on. So he, it's just, it's a sin that I've missed that show. And I know you do too. And so many of you uh, have been say, telling me that. So I just want to mention it. But 
every year I would cover in Cape May, New Jersey. It's an international site because of the flight path of Cape May. The migration the of migration, the birds. Yeah, the migration, the migratory path that is Cape May, New Jersey. It's incredible. And then we had taken the kids to the lighthouse there, right by the Sisters of St. Joseph house, um, which call them, you know, the Center for the Nuns there. So anyway, the Women's Center. And that's one of the places where you can actually watch all these birds. It's awesome. Right. And beautiful. But you have people from around the world, and it's packed. And they're coming f- literally from, you know, they're flying in for this. Yeah. And, I, so- and I said to you, Larry, wait until the bird people get a hold of this one. And now these, whoosh, 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 these wind, think of these wind turbines, huge, slicing up those birds. Wait till that one happens. Right, which has happened in the past. This isn't new. This is that, that was what everybody complained about when you had the wind turbines on land. You know, nobody thought about the whales and, and the dolphins. And by the way, you want to talk about uh, migratory animals, the sea turtles are going to start pretty soon laying eggs and coming up on shore. I wonder how it's going to affect them. This is, this is, this is going to go down in, in uh, 10 years or so as the biggest debacle in history because there's nothing good about this stuff wait till the wait till the people start getting their bills it is it is two to three times more expensive to deliver this energy from the word wind turbines and so wait till people get their electric bills along the jersey shore but but dawn there's so many there's so many things bad about this and and i don't see anything good about it except that it's a political move it it raises a lot of money it brings in a lot of money to for the state of new jersey and for other states and it's a political move to because there's climate change zealots that will vote just because of this Mm -hmm. but seriously one of the things that most people love about the jersey shore is getting up and looking at the sunrise or, or looking at the ocean, or sitting on the beach, and and looking out seemingly endlessly into the horizon, that's going to be ruined. You can see these things; yeah. they're not that far away. One hundred percent. Which brings me to another question. And I, as you know, Larry, I never was one of these conspiracy theorists until working here for this many years. <laughs> and now I am. But you look at the headline that caught our both of our uh, attention this was a couple days ago's bloomberg among others reporting this as far as you know president biden's green energy plans do they pose a national security risk and this warning came out of nowhere from the pentagon right and the number one state they don't list new jersey by the way Uh oh you got a call somebody's got a call uh that's all right um the number one place the department of defense pentagon dod said delaware huh Number one, and I just thought to myself, is is there really a national security risk? And they just thought of this, or is a certain important someone who you know loves his beach house and his beach view <clears throat> in the state of Delaware concerned about the view? Yeah, I think you're onto something. N- normally, as you know, I roll my eyes at some of your conspiracy theories, but this one, I think you've got something. (laughs) No, seriously, because 
The state that would be the most affected, of course, is Virginia, where they have submarines and they have they have a naval base, right? Unlike Philadelphia's, which closed up, they have a naval base in Norfolk. And so because of that, that would be the state that you go, oh, my God, you can't put wind turbines there. But Delaware and and if you'll remember, the only wind farm that was stopped was off a rich area of Massachusetts because all of those donors called up the the Biden administration and called up the senators and said, are you kidding me? What do I pay you for? What do I buy you for? I give you all this money and you're going to put wind turbines out? So that one was stopped. That one they didn't do. Everybody else got one except maybe now. I think you're on to something. I, I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that's logical. But I what struck me was... Because I was looking up all these reports back in 2019-ish, the uh, Pentagon had said that the East Coast, entire East Coast was, quote, highly problematic for leasing and had set forth exclusion zones. Okay, the entire East Coast. Now, all of a sudden, they're, they're not mentioning New Jersey as a problem, but they are mentioning Delaware, Virginia, North, like Maryland, those, that area. Yeah, no, I know. I'm with you on this one. You started off with something that I just want to go back to for one second. You you talked about the fact that we're coming up on summer and Mm -hmm. what it's going to be like. We were down the shore, and I won't mention names. We talked to some people that Mm -hmm. said, look, they normally do some business in the winter, but this has been dead. It's been dead this winter, like they've never seen before. You have to believe that's because nobody wants to be down the the shore when whales going to come up on shore or when some dolphins come up on shore. Imagine what's going to happen this summer. This summer, when the Jersey Shore depends on all that money, this might be, you know, the the Rubicon they pass. I mean, if if dolphins start, if kids are playing in the water and a dead dolphin is amongst them, or a a like happen in in a sea isle. And that was in, uh, well, it was about a month, a little less than a month ago when the eight dolphins came ashore. Two were dead. Six were still alive. And people were in the water and they were touching them and trying to get water to them and trying to save them. And then right. they all died. It's You know, I read those NOAA reports where I was just talking about mm-hmm. a second ago with the incidental takes. I read those NOAA reports and the biggest problem right now has to do with the the sonar and the noise that this makes is it that, the sonar or the noise both of them. that it's like unbearable two, two different things but okay. they both of them both of them are is what bothers these animals so much and if you remember we were both there mm-hmm. and and talked to the same gentleman uh who owns a business down the jersey shore and he was he was there he went to see these dolphins as they tried to save them and they had to euthanize most of them and the other, the other ones died on their own, but they had to euthanize most of them. And it was chilling what he said, because he, he'd, he'd lived down the Jersey Shore all his life. He said, they, they, whatever was happening in that ocean was so bad that they stranded themselves to get away from it. Yeah. That they came up on shore knowing they're smart. They know that this area is some area they normally wouldn't swim. They did it to get away from that sound. So it's it's almost like you know death by beach. It's it's mm-hmm. them going up to give themselves up to get away from what was awful in the water. This is going to change 
migration patterns forever. It's going to change fishing down the Jersey Shore. There, the, I, there is nothing at all I can point at that's good about this. And, oh, the last thing is there's a report out that the activity, because of all the cables, the electric cables that are underwater, and because of the way that the turbines work, it will actually raise the temperature of the ocean and raise the temperature of the atmosphere around the ocean and could actually contribute uh, to climate change problems. And that makes me think of one of my fears, because if it's warmer water, dun, 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 the, the sharks come the, in. Uh, the sharks probably are smart too. They they're probably going to stay away from it. Uh, you know, they, uh, their their food's going to be gone. They, their food's oh, not going to want to be around as well. So uh, there you you've thought of the one good thing. Maybe less <laughs> sharks. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, Larry Menti is here. We're live. We're local. And yes, we're on YouTube. You can go to YouTube, and then it's at PHT. You can punch in that. So we'll talk about the other issues of the day. Get into a little... Can we get into Matt Taibbi? Absolutely. All right. I love Matt Taibbi. And he'll tell you why. It's all just ahead. Live and local, this is WPHT. I'm Dawn Stensland. Larry Menti, my hubby, is here. And uh, by the way, we're making our YouTube debut. So it's YouTube.com and then just punch in at WPHT. You know, there is a controversy that's brewing right now on an issue that I think has been circulating for quite some time, and I know Larry and I talk about this all the time at home, but top, top House Democrat Stacey Plaskett is facing really intense backlash right now. Uh, she, had, she was threatening jail time against independent journalist and award-winning New York Times bestseller Matt Taibbi, who used to be a darling in the so-called mainstream media, you know, until now. Uh, but this is having to do with his testimony fairly recently about the Twitter files. That was last month's congressional hearing. And so now, man, is, is the backlash happening because uh, she's saying, oh, he deserves, this guy deserves to go to jail and feeling threatened about this. And I guess MM, MSNBC had then carried on that whole situation. But Larry, can you take us through what's been going on with your take with, you know, Matt Taibbi? You've talked a lot about MSNBC's Mehdi Hassan and that hit job he did. Right. First of all, Mehdi Hassan, uh, it turns out, got a lot of his attacks, the information for a lot of his attacks on Matt Taibbi wrong. And one of the ones he got wrong is the one that uh, they're now threatening him with jail time for. So they're now threatening him with jail time for a for a, an erroneous thing that wasn't erroneous. Unbelievable. So they just believed whatever Mehdi Hassan said without checking it themselves. So they look like idiots. <laughs> it has to do with the uh, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, security agency. It's called SISA. And so what Mehdi Hassan, because he had nothing on him. He, Mehdi Hassan had right. nothing on him. He's just an attack dog. And as you said, he sounds like a chihuahua. He just keeps yapping, yeah. yapping, yapping. And he keeps talking over Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi is one of the greatest journalists of our time. And Matt Taibbi is awful on TV. He wants to be on TV so badly. He's awful. He, well, we don't know if he oh wants my. to be on TV. Oh, he does want to be on TV. He just I wants know that to for a fact. Be, how do you know that for a fact? From Bill Carey. Why? Okay. <laughs> Bill Carey is a, uh, a TV executive. Do you have his approval know. to be uh, 
No, I just know that he wants to be on TV. He's been trying right. to get on TV for a long time, but he's awful at it. He <laughs> he stutters. He doesn't think fast enough on his feet. He's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. Right. The guy is brilliant. He he is one of the. I think I'm a pretty good writer. This guy is the best writer yeah. I've ever written. Uh, By the his, way, he his little lisps thing that he has. It's really quite sexy. I think he is. I think he's great. And I think that it makes him, to me, the fact that he's not this TV guy, this slick talker, to me, he's more authentic because of that, yeah. ultimately. He's hard to listen to, is I'm, what you're saying, right? No. No, <laughs> no he's he not. Is, he is hard to listen to. He's not. He's the, wonderful to read. Why don't you give the man his due? I like, he's tremendous to read. He's a wonderful I writer. I disagree with you. I think he's cute, and I think the way he speaks is sexy. You think he's cute? I do. That those little tiny hairs sticking out of the stop. Butt. <laughs> no, he's he's a. I, then why am I making you putting me in a position where I'm now making fun of Matt Taibbi, who and I that's not nice. I idolize. I I, I think know. he's a wonderful writer. His writing. I think about- my perspective probably matters to Matt more than yours on on the look. Oh, absolutely. Department. Okay. Oh, but uh, <laughs> no, you had to do that. Sorry. Maybe not. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know how Matt Taibbi identifies. Well, he might be more... Okay, Lair. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying even if he was gay, no, Lair. You're still not yeah. doing it for him. Okay, I got it. I agree with you, too. I agree with you. But let's get back to the issue. Yes. So he got... This is what uh, Made Hassan did to him. He took little things that he believed he got wrong. So... The the cybersecurity uh, security agency is called CISA. There's an A at the end. He said he mixed it up with another agency, which is CIS, and that he shouldn't have put the A on. Mm-hmm. Remember, and Matt Taibbi said, well, if I did that, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. That's what he said during the interview. Because he's a humble, normal human being who would say, oh, if I got that wrong, uh, I'm sorry, because that's what a normal person would do. Turns out he got it right. It turns out that that was completely wrong, that he did have the correct agency, which, by the way, Matt Matt Taibbi, when he does a story, calls about a thousand people. Yeah. And so for him to get something wrong is really a head scratcher. So Mehdi Hassan just got that wrong. But when you have somebody from Congress threatening him to arrest that, arrest him on that, don't you think that that person, what they want to do to make, just so everybody knows... They want him to correct the record because he testified before Congress. They want him to correct it and say it wasn't SISA when it was. They want him to correct that. And they said, if you don't, that is punishable with jail time. So they threatened him to come in and do it. But let's step back and look at this for a second. This is what is completely wrong with our society. It's everything that's wrong with us is that when there is a wrong It doesn't matter. Right and wrong doesn't matter anymore. It depends who gets hurt and who benefits by the right and wrong. And when that right and wrong happens, there are two sides that will fight each other regardless who's right because they know as long as they can muddy the water a little bit, their side is going to believe that and it benefits them politically. And so with this... They attacked Matt Taibbi, who they, as you pointed out, they once loved because he went after Wall Street. Mm -hmm. They used to love him, and now they hate him. So he does, so all of a sudden he's a horrible reporter. 
all of a sudden he gets things wrong. All of a sudden he's a vile person that wants to be attacked. This hero that, by the way, is just a truth teller and never has been kind to Never has be kind to Republicans. What's that line he said about Ted Cruz? He <laughs> he looks like an old Reagan mask that somebody tried to staple together. That's that he's been yeah. awful to Republicans. He's a tremendous writer, though. Yes. I mean, even when he insults you, get I go, oh, that was pretty good. Yes, that was pretty good. But the fact that the truth doesn't matter anymore—that's mm-hmm. uh, in our political divide. That has been the the greatest victim. Is the truth. Yeah. And and that's why I admire Matt Taibbi. He went after the truth, regardless of his political leaning. He went after the truth. And so, uh, but this this woman who shouldn't even be on the committee because she's from the Virgin Islands and can't even vote is now uh, attacking Stacey him. Stacey Plaskett. Yeah, and saying he's going to send him to jail. It's ridiculous. Says, it's, she says he should, be go, he should go to jail for five years. Yeah. If you can imagine that. By the way, Matt Taibbi writes for Substack, which is where all the gonzo independent journalists write. And I love Substack and I love reading them. And they're all defending Matt Taibbi and they're attacking (laughs) Meta Hassan. And uh, he stepped into the wrong pool of pythons because they're going to eat him alive. Uh, Lee Fang, who is another great independent journalist, is already after him and um, and and caught him plagiarizing. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the countdown on Mehdi Hassan's career as all of these people start <laughs> writing about him. I'm well, not kidding. I'm not. I'm serious. Because these articles are coming out about Mehdi Hassan, who I called kind of a mad chihuahua because I love dogs and I love chihuahuas, but he's like a mad chihuahua man. But Lee Fang had tweeted out uh, Mehdi's viral deception that Taibbi lied under oath about DHS. Siza now has House Dems explicitly threatening Taibbi with imprisonment. Taibbi was accurate in this quote. Yet here's a letter from Representative Plaskett citing um, Mehdi to float a threat of five years of jail against Taibbi. So they're they're all this has gone viral. And I know it's a little bit of inside baseball for a lot of people if you're not following it. But I think it's important to follow because it 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 really exposes media bias at its core because Taibbi is somebody who was viewed as because of his investigations in the Wall Street. He was viewed by Democrats and liberal media, so-called mainstream media, as on their side. Yeah, but I agree the, with you, right? That we're getting a little bit too far in the right. weeds. I get people's eyes are, are like, rolling what are they over, talking you know. About? And, it, and you got me started. I'm like, Rain, I'm like Rain Man know, with this is. stuff, you know, Matt Taibbi. Yep, definitely Matt Taibbi. This, is, <laughs> but it ultimately it exposes what I'm trying to big picture here is it exposes bias in the media, and when somebody gets out of line when they've been when they've been in that lane and they were viewed as, okay, you're on our side, meaning the Dems, and all of a sudden they go outside that lane, well, this is what's good. They're being uh, they're being threatened with jail time right. or the IRS suddenly, coincidentally, shows up on their doorstep. They are, uh, they're messing with the wrong bunch of people. Yeah. I, I'm warning you that there's going to be some horrible, horrible articles about MSNBC, uh, about this congresswoman, uh, about Mehdi Hassan. These are people that are extremely talented with tremendous resources that are going to destroy these people. <laughs> By working hard to expose the truth about yeah. these people and how scummy they are deep down. Taibbi already said he's going to do a, a series of reports on MSNBC after he's finished with the Twitter file. So, 
Uh, I would not want Matt Taibbi after me. Me either. But that's why I said he's cute with the lisp. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> the way he speaks. All right, moving ahead, we want to talk about a couple of things because there's a lot of Biden news and Hunter Biden news, and we're hearing all these different sources and the whistleblower and who's saying what. And it's kind of confusing because they're different stories. So we'll nail that down a little bit. Good, because I have to get out of here. Dom wants this room. Well, that's his normal. That's the studio. That's the Dom. They don't let me in there because I'm a girl, and I guess you're married to me. (laughs) So that's the boys' club private studio. I'm a squatter. (laughs) (laughs) How long do I have to stay here before I have squatter rights to this studio? In Philadelphia, it's uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Right? I Uh, should refuse to move. That would be good radio. Leave the mic on, and I'll refuse to move. Yeah, that would be awesome. Dom and Larry fight on air. (laughs) Oh, that's right. It'll be be video. (laughs) We have to do that. We have to do that. Place your bets right now. Sports books have already taken odds. All right. right. While you move studios, you come and shack up with me. And um, let me talk about Piazza because Larry and I love Piazza. We love Piazza here. It's a great time of year to find that new or certified pre-owned vehicle from my dear friends who seriously, the Piazza Auto Group, they are such huge supporters of us. And for me personally, since I've joined WPHT, a number of years ago. Did you know Piazza, actually, they carry more than 1,200 pre-owned vehicles at any given time? So the also, uh, Jimmy, the mic is open, and I'm talking about Piazza. Very important here. The only, the brands, you know, and I talk about my Honda minivan, but it's not just about Honda, Acura, Mazda, Hyundai, Volkswagen, all the other brands that you could imagine. It's a huge selection offered by Piazza. Whatever you want, they've got it for you. So visit PiazzaAutoGroup.com because, remember, they're across the tri-state region, right? Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. So Piazza, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaAutoGroup.com. And then you search for Piazza's pre-owned inventory or a dealer near you because they're all over the place. But So it's Piazza, PiazzaAutoGroup.com. Please make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. So let's talk about what's going on, all the... One of the headlines this morning, the walls are closing in. What are we talking about here? We are talking about the Biden family, the IRS, the whistleblower, and then on top of it, we've got, I think there are maybe, Larry, three different stories going on with the Bidens, and this all swirling as he's just announced. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
that he's planning to announce his relaunch for his uh, presidential 2024 run next week. We're expecting right. that he's, one, right? He's going to run. He's going to announce next week, I guess, uh, in a video, so nobody can ask him any questions. Um, that's what it's been. That's been confirmed now. He's actually going to run for re-election next week. Uh, he goes into running for re-election. By the way, a new poll just came out that said only 25 percent of the people in New Hampshire want him to run. Only 25 percent have him as their preferred candidate. So. Uh, he's going to have a tough race. But you're right. All this is swirling around him at the same time. I, I don't know what the third story you're talking about is, but I'm sure there is one. But the two stories that are out right now is that Antony Blinken, who is now Secretary of State, was helping to run the Biden campaign, is the person that made a phone call to and made a phone call to the deputy assistant, the former deputy assistant of the FBI, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Morell, and asked him to get a lot of people together to write a letter to the Washington Post and the New York Times. They had a reporter that they wanted it sent to specifically to say that this whole story that the Post had of uh, talking about this Hunter Biden laptop that proves that they were using the family name to make millions and millions of dollars was Russian disinformation, had all the markings of Russian disinformation. And and the amazing thing about it, and by the way, Jim Jordan has has sent a letter asking for Antony Blinken to make sure that he saves all records and that he wants to, him to appear before the House to talk about this. This happened on two days before the first debate. And the reason they wanted this letter is, if you remember, President Biden said, Mm -hmm. there's 50 members of the intelligence community, 50 former high-ranking members of the intelligence committee that says this is Russian disinformation. You shouldn't even be bringing this up. You're doing the work of the Russians. Remember that? Yes. They needed that in the paper so he could say that. That's the first story. The second story to me is, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But the second story to me is a little bit more interesting. By the way, the Democratic Party is threatening this second guy with arrest. It is an IRS whistleblower. And the reason this guy is so fascinating is the IRS whistleblower has been working there his entire adult life. He is considered the best of the best when it comes to investigating problems with IRS filings he trains other investigators on how to do it that's how good he is he looked at the hunter biden investigation of the irs records and said this wasn't done correctly they're skipping a lot of steps and he went he didn't go to congress right away he went to his bosses he went to the u.s treasury he went to the irs he told everybody this was happening they all ignored him which made him believe this was political. So now, through his attorney, they wrote a letter to the oversight committee and told him that this was going on. But he didn't even tell his attorney everything because for an IRS agent to disclose anything about anyone's personal uh, tax records is illegal. And you can go to jail for it. So what he's saying is, I saw irregularities. I believe it's political. I went to my bosses. They're not going to do anything. I want to know 
what you can do and can you give me um, protection from prosecution? If you can give me protection from prosecution, I will testify about this. And so the other story that, and I know the New York Post is carrying this. You said Tucker had, I guess it was attorney Mark Lytle who wrote last night that the longtime IRS employee wants to provide this information to congressional leaders, but he's naming the unnamed official as Attorney General Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland, because right? Merrick Garland apparently was involved in all of this, according... Uh, no, he's not naming them. That came out. The, 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 I, I don't believe, unless you have something different, I don't believe the attorney named him. New York Post is identifying him. Let right, me put exactly. it that way. Attorney General of, Merrick Garland... Yes. Uh, is being identified, they're writing in a passive way, as the unnamed official who's sworn testimony before Congress is being challenged in this bombshell letter from the IRS whistleblower's attorney who's alleging a cover-up in the Hunter Biden criminal investigation. And then it's, I think it's Miranda Devine, the Post, New York Post, reporting this. Right. Now, yeah, so the, 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 his name came out, but it wasn't from the letter. And it, it's important to point out that it wasn't from this IRS agent. They were able to find that out. I'm certain it was through Republican sources. Mm-hmm. But so we have to wait to see if he gets to testify. Democrats are going to fight him testifying. Republicans are going to go for him testifying. The problem the Democrats have right now is, so who gets to decide? Do you have to go to a full vote that can be turned away from a, by a presidential veto, or can the committee just vote? If the committee just votes, he's going to testify. Now, they're going to argue, no, 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 this is so important, we have to have Congress vote as a whole, let it go to the Senate, and see if it goes through presidential scrutiny, which it never would. However, with the Trump tax documents, mm-hmm. that was just a committee vote. Well, that's different. Yeah, it's not. It's exactly the same. <laughs> so uh, because we're, at the at the core of both of these issues is to make public private IRS documents. That's at the core of both of these issues. And so that's that's what they'll be arguing. But it sounds like we're going to hear that from this guy and he's going to be before a committee. This is a big deal. This you know, this is the party, by the way that accuses the Republicans of election interference. This is election interference. This is working through the government, not only with the IRS, but also working with former intelligence officers Mm -hmm. to suppress stories and to make certain that nobody in the Biden family is charged or goes to jail. And Merrick Garland, the reason he's in he's in trouble is because they believe he perjured himself when he said he knew nothing about this. They already had his testimony on this, saying he knew nothing about this. He hasn't been involved at all. And uh, he apparently was involved. So it's it's possibly a charge of perjury against him. But this is election interference. By the way, this is a threat to democracy, which I always I think that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I'm not even sure what that means. Do you know there was a recent poll, and that was the second biggest issue in the country? A th- what's a threat to democracy? The economy. and the, No, no, no. Oh. The, ambigu- the ambiguous term threat to democracy. Apparently, anything, Donald Trump breathing is the threat to democracy. Mm-hmm. So 
So it worked. You know, these these terms like insurrection, threat to democracy, because I mentioned sharks on the Jersey Shore. It's like the Steven Spielberg shark jaws that you can't see, but that you're scared of. It's that creation. I'm so glad you brought up insurrection (laughs) because I've been on this recently. The media, every single network calls what happened on January 6th an insurrection, right? Every single one. Insurrection is a federal charge. Yep. They arrested and charged 1,000 people, over 1,000 people. Not one person was charged with an insurrection. How can you call it an insurrection if nobody's ever been charged with that? Secondly, when the January 6th committee met, they accused and want President Trump charged with inciting an insurrection. How can you charge him with inciting an insurrection that nobody apparently committed by your own, uh, as a testament by your own Defense Department? It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. It's second the most ridiculous after uh, the attack on democracy, with the threat to democracy. By the way, since you brought the Proud Boys trial, which has been going, jury selection began December, uh, in mid-December of last year, still going on. And it's a local story because I've been covering, as you know, Zachary Rell, who's from Northeast Philadelphia, right? And so the deal that I'll that I'll tell you is that one of his co-defendants testified this week, taking accountability, saying that he broke windows at the Capitol. What he did was wrong, but said that his co-defendants, including Zachary Rell, as he testified, he said these guys they didn't do any violence. Yeah, we were there, but I thought that. To me, that was pretty amazing because he faces jail. They're, you know, they're trying to get him for jail right. time. And he was saying, these co-defendants, they didn't do what I did. I, I admit, I broke the window. I, bro- you know, I broke through. They later walked in. But I thought that was kind of an amazing moment. It's not getting any headlines, of course. Nobody's No, no, no. You, have the, you, you brought this up yesterday, and it's great to you to bring home. it up. By the way, you do a tremendous job. Of, of bringing up local stories. So does Dom. Dom's the king of it, yeah. the guy that's coming up after you. But he is, uh, you, you both have, uh, do a wonderful job of making this local. Because, you know, a lot of times everybody wants to talk about what's going on nationally and because so much nationally is, is in the news all of the time. But keeping it local, that's something that's, that's missing all across the country. And it's wonderful that your station focuses so much on local. Before we take a quick break, thank you for saying that. I just want to mention that 37-year-old Zachary Rell of the Northeast is both the son and the grandson of Philadelphia police officers, and he has been on trial. Jury selection began began since December, as I said, accused of, quote, seditious conspiracy along these other four co-defendants that I, that I had mentioned. But I'll, I'll just say this. Zachary Rell, at this point, has been in prison without any given chance for parole, for bail, for more than two years at this point. You think of the violent criminals who've been, they put an ankle bracelet on them here in Philadelphia, and this guy, honorably, honorably discharged, served as a United States Marine, and then went on to Temple, married two little girls who live here in the Northeast. It's a disgrace. They've kept this guy. It's unconstitutional, by the way. It is. It's, it's terrible. He's been in prison for two years. He has the right to a speedy trial. That is in the Constitution. And you can't just be held. 
this long without being found guilty of anything. So the Dolan Show, do we have to take a quick break? I think we do. Quick break, and we'll be right back with some final thoughts. Dawn Stensland here with Larry Menti. Shout out, Rick, thank you so much. We're up against the end of the show, but we're getting some calls and great reaction on social media. We're on YouTube TV, the, the Larry and Dawn, Dawn and Larry debut on YouTube at PHT. So some final thoughts about Biden, uh, the mayoral election in Philadelphia, partisan politics. Uh, why do you think they chose at this point, Larry, for Biden to say, let's launch next week? I have no idea. I, I mean, they didn't know what happened now in the last 24 hours was going to happen. Right. When they already made their decision. So this is a real. So then it looks weird. It looks like are they reacting to all of the, the swirl of the so-called the walls are closing in. Maybe, but I, I there, you know, we have to throw all old political wisdom out the window. There's, there was absolutely no reason this last midterms that the Republicans didn't take the Senate and the House. If you went through historical polling and and you know, what happened in history with midterm elections, and so you almost have to throw all that out because here's someone that has a disaster at the that the border has this crime problem across the country mm-hmm. has a horrible economy mm-hmm. took a great economy and made it bad has unprecedented spending has a mess in ukraine mess i could go on i could go on for 10 more things with supply chain and afghanistan there was nothing good but he was smart enough to key in on a few emotional issues and with that, he was able to do much better for the Democrats during the midterms. And I give him and his team a lot of credit because they're the ones that came out with the extreme MAGA Republicans and the extremists. And that worked. Apparently, when you look at the polls, this you know threat to democracy works. Nobody can define what it is, what's going to hurt democracy, but it works when they say that. And the abortion issue worked. And uh, climate change for 11% of the Democratic Party works. So the Republicans, as much as they need to worry about now not telling everybody to vote on Election Day to make Mm -hmm. sure you get out there and mail and you have operatives out in the streets making sure people are getting their ballots in, as much as they have to do that, the nitty-gritty of the election, they also have have to focus people. And I and 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 watch out for these emotional issues of everybody's a racist that's not that's not a Democrat. And every by the way, I heard I heard Larry Elder speak last night. Mm -hmm. Larry Elder's getting into the race. Yes. He's an important person to have on the stage, Uh, not not only for obvious reasons, but he says this very distinctly. He says Republicans aren't racist. You've been fooled all this time. Mm-hmm. Here's the problems in our society. Here's what have to be fixed. And the Democratic Party's not fixing it. So, yeah, it's funny that, you know, Republicans who are called on the mainstream media as these racist MAGA, whatever. And yet, if you look at the stage, Republicans are more diversified. If, if Tim Scott is up there and Larry Elder's up there and then you have Nikki Haley up there and different women, men, people of different ethnicities. You're right. Then the Democrats, who do you have? Biden or you have Gavin Newsom, right? Marianne Williamson. Right. I, <laughs> I have a feeling that 
fewer and fewer people are going to run for the in the Republican Party. I think Pence is still going to run almost mm-hmm. because he has to. Yeah. And I believe Tim Scott's going to run because I think he wants to be the vice presidential nominee. But, um, you know, Trump's hovering around 50 percent yep. and over 50 percent in some polls. We'll see if those polls are honest. That's the magic number. <laughs> well, Larry Menti, thank you so much, my husband, for being here. It's good to have you here. And thanks for calling. Sorry we didn't get to some of your calls. And, Rick, thank you for the kind words. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.